The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Okay, today we're starting the beginning of a new series, and we're going to do a quick NaNoWriMo prep. Uh, I'm going to bulk load these episodes as fast as I can because NaNoWriMo uh, starts in just three days if you're counting today, because today's the 29th. So let's go ahead and... It basically starts in two days, okay? So nano... But what is NaNoWriMo? And I want to preface the getting into the meat of this episode by saying these episodes are probably going to be a little bit shorter than my normal episodes because I'm trying to do, like, little quick dashes that you can listen to in between when you should actually be writing. Uh, and I'm and like I said, I'm going to try to bulk upload these for you. And I also made you a gift because I love you because you're my writer friend. And so if you go to expensivewords.com uh, forward slash nanoprep, N-A-N-O-P-R-E-P, I made a little packet for you that has all of the stuff that I actually use to plan out all of my novels and uh, normally I charge for these worksheets because they're pretty awesome and it took me a lot of years to figure out how to make them work for me, but uh, I'm giving them away to you in the spirit of nano awesomeness. So remember, expensivewords.com forward slash N-A-N-O-P-R-E-P, nano prep, which sounds kind of like Pico prep, which is a disgusting thing you have to drink before you have a colonoscopy. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it just like popped in my head so vividly. But so what we're going to talk about right now is what is NaNoWriMo? And uh, to start off, I think I should tell you what NaNoWriMo stands for, because it stands for National Novel Writing Month. And it happens every November. And when I first started writing, I missed it two years in a row, like I kept forgetting about it. Uh, but the third year I was writing, I finally signed up. And I finished writing, uh, which one was I? Which one? I think it was Flummoxed, maybe. Uh, it w I'm pretty sure it was Flummoxed, which is the second book in my Desires and Decisions series, which is an awful series. Don't go read it. The only reason I leave it up on Amazon is because there are certain people who really love it and they want to share it with their friends. So I'm like, okay, fine. But the writing is junk. But that's okay. Everyone starts out writing junk, and I didn't have any money, so I couldn't hire any editors to help me. Uh, so, you know, I just had to, like, fake it till I made it, I guess. But that's why I'm, I'm doing this podcast. That's why I have literary symmetry. That's why I have books like Write the Perfect Read, the nonfiction edition, and coming out really soon, Write This Way, so that you don't have to go through the pain of having published books out in the world that are not great, that are pretty bad. 
But so I started uh, doing NaNoWriMo pretty early in my writing career. Like I said, I missed it for two years, and then I finally was like, yes. Um, and it, na, na, ugh, plat. National Novel Writing Month. See, like NaNoWriMo saying it so many times, it makes my mouth feel like, like jello-y. Uh, but National Novel Writing Month is a nonprofit organization that aims to help people finally uh, write their book. Every November, a ton of people, uh, this year they're estimating 300,000 writers, will get together all over the world and write 50,000 words in 30 days. And that might sound a little crazy. If you haven't done it before, it is a little crazy, but that's part of the fun. And also, um, if you donate to NaNoWriMo, which I do every year, it helps go, go towards their Young Writers Program, which is an amazing program. And uh, the way things went this year, I was not able to get all of my clearances because of government slowdown because of Corona virus, COVID-19. But next year, I'm hoping that I'll be able to head up the Young Writing Program at the local high school here because I already talked to the high school uh, English teacher and he is definitely down for me to do that. So uh, you can you can actually go volunteer and help students go through this process. And it used to be that um, NaNoWriMo was really strict, and they were like, if you don't do 50,000 words in 30 days, you can't win. But they've gotten a lot more relaxed about that kind of stuff because I feel like they understand that it's more about the spirit of the thing than the thing itself, uh, you know, the thing to do the thing. <laughs> But so everybody gets together and you can track your progress online. And uh, I'm going to tell you how to use the tools in my uh, nano prep care package, which if you go to the website that I told you to earlier, expensivewords.com forward slash nano prep, you can get that. And I'm going to explain how I use the different pieces. Um, but today I just wanted to tell you that if you've never attempted NaNoWriMo before, it can feel very scary, but it's really good to push yourself and it's you and a bunch of other people pushing yourselves and uh, they even allow like things like editing now instead of just writing full-on words so uh this is the first year when I'm not participating in any way other than cheering you on because I'm doing this crazy course like I said Travis was like no and he's right and then I talked to Maria and she's all I totally agree with Travis and I was like yeah you guys are right I know I can't do it this year but next year you better believe I'm gonna do it because by then, hopefully, I'll be serial releasing novels, uh, which is the process of when you do, like, you, well, I'm not going to serial release them. I'm going to rapid release them. Serial novels are when you break novels into chunks and release them in parts. And uh, rapid release is when you, like, save up all your books and then you're like, flat out every two weeks because it engages the Amazon algorithm, which is one of the tricks if you're fully dependent on Amazon, which I'm trying not to be, but I still am. Uh, in some ways, which is why you will never find the Expensive Words podcast on Amazon's podcast dis distribution uh, venue avenue because they require that you don't ever say anything bad about Amazon if you want to be uh, featured on their website, which is pure malarkey. Uh, if you've been watching the SNL skits with <laughs> for the election, uh, Jim Carrey is playing Joe Biden. I, I don't care what political party you uh, identify with. You should just go watch it because it's hilarious. It's like Jim Carrey at his best. And he says malarkey a bunch because that's what Joe Biden says. Um, also, I voted today. Isn't that exciting? I hope you will go vote. I had to vote today because I'm actually going to be a poll worker on November 3rd. 
And that I would just encourage you, please be nice to your poll workers. We're we're going to work really hard for you to be able to exercise your constitutional right, if you're an American citizen, to be able to vote. Uh, but just please remember to be kind because it's going to be a rough day for everybody, including this lady. And I'm pointing at myself. You can't see me, but that's what I'm doing. Okay, enough about current events. So, like I said, if you're trying NaNoWriMo for the first time, it can feel scary, but you're not doing it alone. You have a lot of cool tools through their website and also through my free care package uh, that I made for you. And I'm going to tell you exactly what to do so that you can win. And that's the purpose of this mini series. And I just want to say, like, there's nothing quite like NaNoWriMo, and everyone should try it at least once. Even if you can't do it this year, go ahead and make a note for your calendar for next October so that you can prep for NaNoWriMo so that you can do it next year. Because it's something, like I said, that every writer should try at least once. Uh, and, you know, it's a really great way to make friends. I'm I talked in the last episode, which was the last episode of the Biggest Mistake Storytellers Make uh, series. I said, listen, I have made some of the best friends I have in my life through NaNoWriMo. And um, three of my close friends are from NaNoWriMo. So you have Maria, you have my friend Jess, and then my friend Denise, who uh, hasn't, who just came out with a new book. Uh, if you're interested in cozy mysteries, you can list, uh, go ahead and go get the Zoe Chase books because uh, they're by my friend, and they're awesome. If that's your genre, she's got you covered. And also there's Greek characters, which I really love, because I'm like, yeah, Elava. That's Greek in Greek. Uh, I don't know why we say Greece, but that's not what they call it. <laughs> Just like we say hungry, and it's really Majorshag, right? Not the same. Not the same at all. So anyway, you can meet lots of cool people, and there are people participating in every country. And that's actually how I met Maria in Greece, is I went to a NaNoWriMo group. And uh, there's a great sense of community and also of maybe we're kind of like sucking at this, but we're sucking at it together. And that's really important. Uh, and it's just a great organization. Like I said, I donate to them every year. I would recommend that you make a donation, especially if you're participating, because they have all this uh, hosting that they do, and they give away stickers, and they have, like, municipal leaders who are people in, like, the local areas. I don't know why I'm saying, like, so much in this episode. So the next few episodes, I'll just give you, like, a rundown of what we're going to go over in the next few episodes. And like I said, remember, these are going to be short. Uh, so we're in episode one right now. <laughs> episode two is going to be about how to prepare your workspace to win. Uh, episode three is going to be about how uh, you really need to consider planning if you've never done it before. Because in NaNoWriMo, they have two different uh, kinds of writers, planners and pantsers. And planners plan and pantsers don't plan. And then there's also planters who are kind of in the middle. I consider myself a planter. Uh, because I like to plan a certain amount and then I leave room for discovery because that's what keeps me writing. It's what's exciting for me. So we're going to talk about that. And then in episode four, uh, we're going to talk about setting you up to win from a planning perspective and an accountability perspective. And then in episode five, we're going to go over a principle that James Clear teaches in Atomic Habits, which is something that I've actually been implementing the whole time I've been doing this podcast challenge, which is there, you should never have two bad days in a row. And we'll talk a lot more about that. And I just want to end this episode with this question. 
Kristen, why should I participate in NaNoWriMo? And I would tell you, because you're going to grow as a writer if you do it. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You will definitely grow, even if you fail, which failing is writing less than 50,000 words, right? I've, I failed last year. I did not finish the 50,000 words, even though I did finish the book like a month later. Um, so you, you are going to grow. You're going to challenge yourself uh, in ways that you've never been challenged before. And you're going to meet some really cool people, uh, whether that's online or in person, and it's just something that once you've done it, you're like, I have a point of reference with every other writer who's done this. So no matter what we write, we can talk about this. And it's a commonality that brings lots of writers together. And it's it's terrifying and fun at the same time. It's this weird mix of something that you're never going to experience in any other way. So that's why I recommend it. I think if you do it, you will grow as a writer. And that's what we're all trying to do every day because it's never too late to tell the story of your heart. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. <laughs>